Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul and All of my conversations have been incredibly inspiring, insightful, informative, illuminating. And I've had the privilege to converse with some amazing people. And my conversation today, as I say always, because it's true, is more of the same. My guest today is dynamic, powerful, authentic, and inspiring. And I can attest to all of those descriptives. Her compelling message of hope has inspired thousands of people around the world to live their lives on purpose. Her audiences leave feeling uplifted, informed, and encouraged. Most importantly, they all leave empowered to take action. My guest is a native Philadelphian. I love people from Philly, so cool. She's a 1982 graduate of the Philadelphia High School for Girls. She received her bachelor's in business administration from my alma mater also, Howard University, HU, you know, in 1986. And she is my soror, a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and Delta Sigma Pi International Business Fraternity. She began her career in social services, working with En-ROGUES, Philadelphia Inc., an organization dedicated to the advancement of talented minority youth. After five years of service to En-ROADS, she spent the next 12 years selling pharmaceuticals for various Fortune 500 pharmaceutical companies. While enjoying a successful and lucrative career, she had her first encounter with depression, a disease that would haunt her for the next two decades and ultimately be the launching pad for her life's mission, work, and ministry. She created a popular blog in 2012 where she shared her story with the world as a way to encourage people to seek treatment, battle, and conquer depression. Her blog touched every continent and was enjoyed by over 16,000 viewers around the world in less than a year. Over 20 years ago, she discovered the network marketing industry. She instantly felt at home and has been a crusader and leader in helping families leave a legacy through passive and residual income. She is a daughter. She is an event host. She is a keynote speaker. Her audience, students, and coaching clients have been known to laugh, cry, and laugh until they cry as she shares stories of encouragement and hope based on her own life experiences. She leaves no stone unturned. She is a fireball with a huge heart. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. My soror, my sister, my friend, my fellow HU classmate, 
Dory Emray, how are you today? I am doing amazing. Boy, when you were reading that silver, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. I am so, so grateful that we are here in this moment. Thank you for being here. Dory, let me jump right into it. You know, how were you feeling? What was your experience? What were you thinking as I was reading your bio? I actually felt amazing. You know, when when uh, you hear it coming from someone else, when you hear your journey coming from someone else, it empowers you all over again. And it's just it's crazy that you would read that this morning because my my devotion this morning was talking about getting it from within. But it's so important to have a community around you that sees what you're doing because that also encourages you as well. I'm, I'm encouraged, uh, Silva. I am. I'm sitting there going, Dory, you, you did that. <laughs> you did that, girl. <laughs> yeah, and, and you did. You have done it. You are doing it. And I'm so, I am so proud of you, Dory. You know, I am acquainted with your journey and it is resonant with me because I also had my own experience with depression and so you are a warrior and an example for others of what's possible. And you have given and do give people hope, right? That there is life after, there's life in it, <laughs> there's life through it. And what we go through is not about us. It is really so we come out on the other side, more powerful, more wise, more equipped to share our testimony like you have been doing to help other people. And, you know, I take the time to read your bio because you took the time to become this person. And, you know, in this, I want it quick. I want it now. Give me an abbreviated version, drive through culture that we're in. I think it's important that we take the time to sit in our accomplishments, our successes. And for me, it's important to celebrate you and to highlight you and to amplify you and to say thank you for not quitting when it would have been easy to quit. So I honor you today, Dory, and thank you thank for you. just being here and your yes. Thank you so much. That, that means so much coming from you, Soror. And you know, in our, in our sorority, you are my big sister and you are one of the big sisters that I've always looked up to. And in, my, in the time of my life when validation was everything, it was the most important thing in my life, you were one of the people who I wished and I hoped would see the good in me and who would understand my journey. So I'm getting a little choked up talking about it, but it feels good coming from you, even though I'm past the stage in my life where I need validation. When it, when it was necessary, it was necessary from you. And so I thank you because you gave me what I needed when I needed it. And I can remember crying on you. I mean, literally, I can remember where I was sitting in my car when, we, when I had my last breakdown in your ear and how you never you never made me feel away and and you just don't know how much that means to me well you're welcome <laughs> I said it then and I say it now you know that it was just a moment and I'm grateful to have been available to have had the capacity and the presence of mind to be that person for you Dory and that really is how soul wealth became what it is, right? Because when I was going through my space of depression, I really did not 
have a place to go. I, I, I took that journey pretty much alone with the exception of some entrusted friends and God got me through. So that, that was an honor for me to be with you and to be that good Samaritan, if you will, <laughs> in your time of need. So I was honored to do it. I love you. I am proud of you. And I'm excited for <laughs> where you are now. And, you know, understanding that the place you come from is filled with substance and uh, you're equipped to help so many people. Dory, what are your core values? Like, who are you at your core? Uh, my core values are, first and foremost, authenticity. I based my whole life on it. Um, it almost killed me trying to be something that I was not called to be. And, I, and authenticity has become my, it's the rock upon which I stand. It is, the, it is the foundation upon which my whole life was built and now being rebuilt. Um, I got it from my mother. You know, they didn't understand. They, they called her peculiar. And, and, you know, now that I understand the word, you know, authenticity will make you peculiar. So yeah. that is one thing. And the other is family. You know, there's nothing more important. And family is not always blood. You know, I feel like um, we are connected for purpose. I don't think anybody, I think, you know, this whole life is a puzzle. So when you find your tribe and when you find your family, and it's not always blood for me, it has been so much of a mixture of people um, that you you respect your role in the family and that you play your role in the family. So, and if you live authentically, you will always play your role in your family. Those are my mm -hmm. two core values. And, and then, you know, uh, just fight. If I could bring it down to one word, uh, a, a gentleman who I used to go to church with before I stopped, you know, actually going into the building, he's always say to me, keep rumbling. And then this movie comes out, Finding Nemo, and the fish's name is Dory. And all she keeps saying is keep swimming. So between rumbling and swimming, I'm going to be all right. <laughs> so oh, that is gosh. really it. Um, I, 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 for so many years, so I was so wanting to be everybody else. I wanted her house and her car and her mm. husband and her body and her hair and her. Mm. And that almost killed me. And I and I want I don't want my daughters to want anybody else's because what God gave you is for you and your purpose. So that authenticity is big to me. Big, 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 big. That is so powerful. What a powerful awareness. And thank you for your transparency and vulnerability in expressing the danger of comparison, right? And wanting what other people have when the truth is you don't know what it took for them to get to that, to become that, or even if what you see is real, let's go there. Because oh in, in social media, in this culture, you know, people share what they want other people to see and know, right? And we make assumptions thinking that we know people well based on what we see. And the truth is, it's just a fraction of who they truly are. So I can appreciate, I can appreciate you having that awareness and now commitment to live authentically as who you be, who God put you here to be in the world. Uh, who inspires you? Where do you glean your inspiration? Ooh. Well, first, uh, um, let me see. I, my mother was 
my mother, I will be celebrating the 18th year of her transition in January. My mother was an anomaly. She was a person who, uh, I'll tell you, this is the best way to describe it. When we, when we had her home going, I stopped counting the number of people who came up to me and told me that they were my mother's best friend. <laughs> she, <laughs> not that she was, you understand? It, I do. She had a way of making everybody feel special. And she inspires me. And when I start to become judgmental and my mother could see good in everybody. Mm. And when, and, and, and the community, I, I'm, I'm torn a lot of times between the rock and the hard place. I'm inspired by people who keep fighting. The community that I'm called to serve is pretty much underserved. And like I've been called to serve people who suffer from depression and people who have been incarcerated and, you know, single moms and communities that other people, you know, find, you know, kind of difficult. But I almost got trapped, you know, because I stopped taking care of myself so, so much, you know, to take care of other people. So I'm inspired that when I see one of my former students not go back to jail or when I see a sister who cried on my shoulder fighting for her life and fighting for her kids. And I always remember my mom's voice saying, you know, everybody is special in some kind of way. Everybody's beautiful. And she really believed that. And everybody knew she believed that and people flocked to her. And I, I think I, I, I live in her spirit. She, her spirit lives in me. And she just, she was just amazing. Like you couldn't, you couldn't. And then on the flip side, my dad, who I'm a full-time caretaker for, he inspires me too, because he wasn't as warm. He, he, he was, he showed love in a different way. He showed love through provision and make, I, I don't know what it was like to, to, I don't even know what a bill looked like as a child. I didn't know what lack looked like as a child. So I'm inspired by him to, to get my ish together because yeah. he represented excellence in every area of his life. Even now, as I take care of him and look at his clothes, he hung up his clothes every night. He, he folded his money a certain way. He, he balanced his checkbook. Now I didn't pick up all those skills. So well, I picked up my mother would throw her clothes <laughs> on the floor in the same room. My mother's clothes would be on the floor. My father's clothes would be in the hanger. And it just made sense. And I got some of both of them. I'm inspired by both. I love that. That is that is beautiful, powerful, actually. Share a lesson with us, Dory, that after you learned it, it caused you to pivot. And I understand we learned many lessons over the course of our lifetime, whatever comes to mind. I'm, I'm going to share this. The, the first thing that came, uh, and this is pretty, pretty deep. In one of my bouts with depression, I had just moved to Delaware. I had just moved to what at that time was my dream home. I had never lived like that before. I was so proud that I had gotten back up one more time and I was able to provide my daughters with a house that they had seen on Instagram. And I, 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 I don't know if I did it for the wrong reason, but I felt good about myself. And then about six months in, I started falling back into a depression after I had taken on a heavy financial commitment, the whole nine yards. And I, and I felt I, I, I could smell depression. So I felt it coming and I, I just didn't know what to do. And I just went spiraling down. But my tribe, and that's why I talk about my tribe. My tribe at the time was a network marketing family that I was a part of called the Mad Team. And they, one of my friends came by just to check on me. And I was about to take some medicine. And I had it lined up on my, on my countertop. And she sprung into action. I didn't even know what she was doing. Within an hour, I had been 302. Within an hour, she had called my father, my sister, one another. I mean, they had a whole army of people around me because they thought I had lined up the pills to kill myself. Mm. And I hadn't, but I had. Mm. 
you know, I wasn't physically thinking about taking the pills, but it, it was, I was there. I, you know, I was there and she caught it. And at the time I was so angry at her for exposing me, but it was that exposure. That was the second time I was 302. It happened similar the first time. And it just, it, it, it helped me to know that you got to have the right people around you when you're going through the storm, because some people are willing to, to take a risk of losing, losing you as a friend to save your life. And the same, the same person who called the doctor is the same one who came and picked me up from the hospital. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it was a turning point. I'm very, you know, I'm very particular about, I'm very, very passionate about my friends and my tribe. And, you know, I have friends that I've been friends with for 20, 30, 40 years. I have new friends, but I got solid friendships because my friends allow me to fall and they pick me back up. I'm getting emotional. I'm sorry. So that's it. That's okay. Oh, that's, no. that, that, that's a moment. Another moment was watching my oldest daughter fight through her liver disease. Uh-huh. Right after my mother passed, my daughter was diagnosed with a deathly liver disease. And God even used that to show me that he's there and that he's a miracle worker. Like he snatched that disease back right before she was going to get a transplant. That story is too long for the show. But it proved to me that God was training me up. My, my assignment is fun, but it's heavy. Uh-huh. Um, that's why I stay so light because my assignment is heavy. I deal with people who are dealing with heavy things. So I, I'm the jokester. I'm the laugher. And I, I do that for me. You know, I do that because I have to, and I learned in my devotion this morning, I have to always fill my cup with laughter and joy and fun because, and that's every day because people need me. And I need the people. So I don't know if I got off track, but you. you, uh-uh, you. No, that's why I'm quiet. I'm letting you share. I'm letting you. Yeah, I, um, because that's what you're time, doing. The things that used to embarrass me, they're now my strongest attributes. Uh-huh. The things that I didn't want people to know are the very things that made people draw closer. And also was the very things that made people admit their own flaws. And that, 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 that's, it's been, it's, this last year has just been a year of revelations. Like this is just season, you know, especially after the pandemic and the things that people are dealing with, God helped me to look, helped me to survive that pandemic in a way that just blows my mind. Dory, but let me I interrupt you there for a minute. So, yeah. you know, I was just thinking as you were talking about your assignment being heavy and you've learned to keep it light, you know, to laugh to preserve right your heartbeats and your capacity so that you can serve from your overflow and not your capacity but i got to i got to highlight here i want to frame for those listening and for you you know your enduring and long suffering the years of depression actually equipped you to go through a pandemic with lightness Right. It's like, baby, I have been in the dark black (laughs) rabbit hole and kept falling and spiraling. This is nothing. It's something I'm not making light of it, but you had created and cultivated and strengthened your muscle of enduring that you were able to be and are able to be a soft, sacred, safe space for other people to land because you 
you went through your own personal pandemic. <laughs> For 20 years. Listen, I never looked at it like that. Listen, I just wanted to frame that for you. You went through and came out of your own personal pandemic so that you could be who you are right now, helping, leading, guiding, inspiring, motivating other people. I just had to tell you that. I appreciate that. And, and, and I get it. I get it, man. I, it, it wasn't like it wasn't uh, simple going through it. Like, I know what it's like to sleep on the couch. I know what it's like to sleep on the chair. I know what it's like mm. to sleep on the floor. I know what it's like to sink on the California King mattress where you sink in and don't want to wake up the next day. Uh, as the Bible says, I've been a basin. I've been a bound. God has allowed me to walk this thing out and feel it. I mean, feel it. I know what it's like to go in the supermarket with food stamps. And I know what it's like to get a $10,000 bonus check. I know what it's like, you know, to, to have a car repossessed, to have a house foreclosed on. But I also know what it's like to sign a, a mortgage, you know, to go and close on a home. So I've had, he has allowed me to, to, to experience so much. Like, going through it, it seemed like a curse, but it was a blessing. I promise you, in hindsight, is 2020. It really is. It really Powerful. is. <laughs> It's so powerful. And then it puts you in a place of being calibrated and grounded. And now you can really rest in being the stabilizer, right? Because you've been pruned, you have been cultivated, you've been cut, you've been dropped, you've been picked up. I love it. It is what makes you Dory on purpose. <laughs> but how about this, even, even in all that, God is now taking me to a new level that is requiring another part of me to be pruned and prepared. You know, depression is not my issue anymore. You know, it's a whole nother Dory that he, you know, another set. Once you deal with one issue, you got to deal with it. Even it took 20 years. But but once you, you know, I, I say it took me 20 years to do the 11 day journey, even though that's just a thing because depression is not 11 day journey. But it's always another level. Oh, right. the way he's stretching me now, like even talking to you, when you ask me, I still kind of check and said, me? And that's what God is trying to get me past now. I see the people who you interview. I read the bios and I still got a little part of me that says, me? She want to talk to me? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I, and I am intentional about the diversity of conversations that I have because we have been, I'm going to use the word bamboozled, if you will, by celebrity culture, that it's easy to forget that God is in everything, everyone, everywhere, all the time. And it's those lessons where, you know, there's value, where there's richness, where there is buried treasure, if you will. And so these wealthy conversations are just for that reason, to reflect hope, to inspire, and to encourage. And that's what you're doing. That's what you've done. You know, I love the, the first three words of your bio, dynamic, powerful, authentic, and inspiring. I love it. And you are on purpose. And you live on purpose and purpose. So yeah, Dory, thank you. I wanted to just ask you, one more thing before you share how people can connect with you. Okay. What are you grateful for? 
I'm grateful. It's so funny. I just wrote today my in my gratitude corner. I'm so happy and grateful for my beautiful, comfy bedroom. I just did my bedroom over last night. I'm so happy and grateful for my family and the way we come together in crisis. I'm so happy and grateful for the Morers, who is my new business coach and the opportunity to rebuild my network marketing team. I'm so happy and so grateful <laughs> that Vicky chose me for her show. This is on. This is out. I'm going to screenshot this and send it to you. And I'm so happy and so grateful for Tava and the chance to live out my purpose. I, I am grateful for my journey. I'm grateful for my journey. Like I, I, I'm, I'm even grateful for the depression because sometimes when I sit and I think about who I could have become had I not had, I, I was the most intelligent girl in my class. I was the it chick in everything I did. I had the potential to become the most egotistical, smartest, number one. I had that. I was that girl. And God thought enough about me to put a thorn in my side so that he can use me for his purpose. I'm grateful for that because I don't know if he could have used that smart, know everything out front of the room girl who had to get her ego in check. Boom, and I'm grateful boom, for that. Boom, boom, exclamation point. Powerful way, powerful way to conclude our conversation. How can people connect with you, Dory? Well, on all of my social media platforms, I am Dory on purpose. That's D-O-R-I on purpose. My most powerful platform right now is Facebook because Instagram is tough, boy. They don't play over there. So, but I am on LinkedIn, Facebook, all of the platforms. They can find my books on Amazon. I, I am a three-time best-selling author, so people are connecting with me through the books. Um, of course, you know I'm a network marketer. They connect that way. My link tree is link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Dory on Purpose. You can find everything there. All of the things that I'm currently doing and some of the things I'm setting up for 2022. Um, we are bringing back the Dory on Purpose show. Hopefully you'll come and be a guest. I sure um, will. <laughs> and we're, we're relaunching the Chosen brand. My first book about my life and depression was called A Girl Named Chosen. And we launched a, a t-shirt and, and sweatshirt brand based on that story. So a lot of things coming up, but Dory on Purpose, it is so more. And I love you dearly. I, I, I love you said. too. I love you too, Dory. And that's at Dory on Purpose on all platforms. You can find her books. You can find her everywhere. Connect with her on Facebook. If you're there, just Google Dory. Do that. Dory on purpose. <laughs> You'll find her. I invite you all to visit my website, VickiJohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things Vicky. Thank you all for listening to the Soul Wealth Radio Show here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with intention. Live on purpose, as Dory has so eloquently shared her journey with us. Know that life is a puzzle. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on Soul Wealth at DCRadio.gov.